1: With Conair Bomb available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.
2: Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio.
3: Welcome to Reasonably Shady. I am Giselle Bryant. What's up? What's up, everyone? This is Robin Dixon.
2: Thank you once again for being here.
3: Yes. Yes. We are still rocking and rolling. I know. I know. And I just told Robin I would never get sick of her. And she just informed me she can't say the same.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought I might just have to put her like on mute or pause. I mean, how rude is that? I know. I mean, because she just... Sometimes it's, it's a lot.
3: Sometimes. <laughs> I, can't, I can be a lot sometimes. I, I understand that. And Robin gets a lot of me. Okay. <laughs> she, she really, really does. Even my kids sure be like, do. my team too much from you. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, we would like to talk about our reasonably shady moment of the week.
2: Do you have one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. You go first. I do. Um, okay, so this is gonna be a little TMI for the squeamish guys out here. Oh geez. You know, where this is going. You know, my little friend, my period came. And um my shady moment goes to the tampon shortage. <laughs> that is going on in this world like
3: <laughs> I when you started
2: I did not know you were going there yes okay there is a tampon shortage is there really literally yes like okay you can go in and get like the light and the regular no bitch I need the ultras like I need like <laughs> the super, heavy duty yes I need super plus yes and ultra and you cannot find them anywhere Tart like yeah. next. Next time you go in a store, look at the shelves. They're bare. Like the tampon yeah. and maxi pad shelves, they are so bare. They're in my gym. There's plethora in my gym, but I don't want those. Those are probably like regulars. They're regular. They don't help me. Yes. So, so yeah, I'm over here like hoping that I'm not walking around with some um, with a leakage. With yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to see any leakage either. Yeah. So
3: you need a, you need an ultra. What do we have now? Regular.
2: Right now, I was I was able to you know scrounge up some super pluses okay very good but i had to double it up with a a maxi pad just to like i never have to wear pads but like i had to like put a pad on yeah okay sorry guys yeah it's too much for the guys but yeah but um but seriously then i go on amazon Mm -hmm. to buy my ultra tampons nope Mm -hmm. really yeah nope wow yeah there's a tampon shortage there's a there's a and i heard that
3: there was like a peanut butter shortage is that true really Maybe yeah, I made that up. You did. I made that up. Okay. There was a shortage of something that I needed <laughs> and I can't remember what it was. I'm going to remember in like 20 minutes. But anyway, let me give you my to be shady moment another week. So okay. one is tampons. The other is we're back to talking about my trainer. Okay. His name is Tyrone. Okay. So Tyrone has informed me that, you know, my moments with him in the gym are just moments. But mm-hmm. what he really wants me to do is adopt a lifestyle. Oh,
2: yes. Of course. Yes. Otherwise you're wasting your time.
3: Right. And so he has gotten me to eat salads. Mm. That's his, what he wants me to do. Like eat a salad every goddamn day. Okay. With protein in it? Not necessarily. No. He wants he, he's, he's looking more for vegetables Okay, to be in my system. Okay. Okay. So, you know, if you start eating salads all the time, you just want something else to eat. Yes. It's it's boring. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I have decided and I'm not going to tell Tyrone. So y'all don't tell him either. By the way, Tyrone is The shady moment, okay? But Tyrone's
2: probably listening to it.
3: Tyrone better not be listening to this part. (laughs) Because what I have to say is, fine, I'm going to eat my damn salads. Okay. And cookies. (laughs) And I have decided my new (laughs) drink is 1942. So that is my diet. Salads, cookies, and 1942.
2: So you know, at this point, you're just wasting your money with Tyrone. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Right, you know <laughs> no. that, right? Tyrone is good for me. Yeah, but if you're going to eat cookies and drink 9- 1942. yes, yeah, you're wasting your time. So from what you're I understand, time and your money.
3: No, from what I understand, nineteen forty two is an agave. I've done my research, or basically somebody told me this. Okay, and it it metabolizes in your system very differently than uh-huh. like a vodka or a wine or a gin. Okay. OK, so it's it's basically no sugar in your body. That's how it metabolizes.
2: You sure about that?
3: No, it just makes you drunk. That's all. Right. And, I, you know, sometimes you like to be drunk. A little drunkety drunk is good. OK, yes. So that's where I am. Tyrone, suck it. OK, get over it. The end. Good, good luck with that <laughs> special diet. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we have, we have some things to go over. Okay, first and foremost, they are canceling all of our Black shows
2: out here in these streets. I know. And I don't think I like it. Yes, I was actually quite so... Okay, the, the, there was a, there's a rumor. Yes. I don't know if it's confirmed or not right. at this time um, that The Real has been canceled or it's not being renewed. Right. Which... Really, really, that that kind of like bothered me. and hurt me because I actually enjoy watching The reel.
3: Absolutely. Those yeah. girls are fire. Yeah. And they're all very opinionated and they're smart. And I just, you know, you like to watch something and you feel like you're, you could be sitting in a room with them and having yes, fun with them.
2: exactly. And and they have a great dynamic. Yep. And so when there was a report that they were canceled and then Lonnie Love said something where, you know, hold hold your horses, not so fast. Yep. You know, they, they haven't said anything yet. So I'm not quite sure. Where they are with it, but I'm hoping that they're not canceled because I think they are a great show. Yeah, um, and I'm hoping they figure out how to make it work. Me too. Yeah, and, and then, we we were on there. Yes, and I and and I'm not even saying this just because we were on there. Like I've, i I watch the real, you know, religiously. If I'm at home and it's twelve o'clock, yeah. the real is on my TV. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they can find a make it work and keep the ladies on on air. Me too. Because Me too. It, it, I don't know. I mean, I, I just. When I think about daytime or, you know, the TV in the morning, morning TV, daytime TV, um, I feel like they represent us yes. the most. Yeah, you for know? sure. One hundred percent. I I love,
3: you know, people had commentary about Garcelle being added to the group, but I thought she has brought like a great yeah. mix to them. Yeah, I agree. Um, I love some Adrienne Ballion. Is that how you say her last yeah. name? Ballon Ballon Ballion. Okay. I love Adrienne. And Jeannie, you know we've seen Jeannie say she'd never get married again. Right. To get married, I don't want any kids. So now she has a child. Like we've seen the growth of Jeannie. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So and you know, as a whole. So yeah. we we are asking the real to remain on. Yes. I don't know Hope so. if that's gonna help, yes. but also Nick Cannon, sir. You didn't last long
2: out here in these streets. He didn't. And I thought he was going to, I really thought that he was at least going to make it past one season. Cause I actually, I don't watch his show all the time, but I find it to be lighthearted. Yes. And you know, when I do watch it, I enjoy it. But you know, I think it's just rough out here to make these daytime, talk shows yes I think it
3: you know they're looking for a certain number as it relates to ratings it's yeah. all ratings driven um, I do think Nick's pants might have been a little too tight he just was he's, you know when he was sitting <laughs> down he was always standing up then he was sitting down standing no his you, pants no. weren't too tight think- <laughs> <laughs> no I like Nick and to be honest with you I was feeling like you know his hope. remember he had like a panel of men oh yeah that's yeah. something that we don't see on yeah. television especially like daytime television. yeah, Men, a bunch of men giving their opinions on things. Yeah. I enjoyed that.
2: So I wonder if the men aren't really driving things. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, yeah. You know, because if you think about it, there really aren't, what other male talk shows are there out there right now? Like, none. None, really. None. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, maybe the men just don't drive the daytime TV stuff. Right. And so maybe they thought Nick was going to bring enough of, like, the female audience, um, which I think he does, but... Um I was you know disappointed to hear that for him but you know he's going to be okay cuz we know that he has so many different you know businesses and things oh that he has God. going on Please. and jobs and so he's fine we're going to see th- him on our TV Nick's show <laughs> Was his side hustle right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's probably relieved. You right. know what? They might have canceled it because he was probably like, "I'm tired of this. Let me let me do something else." So right. let me, Let's not feel sorry for Nick Cannon because he no, probably, no, we're not feeling not feeling moving sorry. Moving on to better things.
3: Okay, so Robin. I think Apple or somebody just dropped... Yeah, Apple just dropped a bunch of new emojis.
2: Oh, I know. Have you seen them? So I I have. I haven't seen all of them, but I'm I'm enjoying the ones that I've seen. Okay, first and
3: foremost, do you like emojis? Because emojis have been around forever and people... Some people use them all the
2: time. Some people don't use them. Right. So I remember when they f- kind of like first came out, I yeah. was like, what the hell is it? Like, I was confused. Like, what is this and why? Right. You know, it's just like, why do we need this? But now it's like yes I definitely text with emojis okay um you know I'm not I don't like overdo it but you know and then of course you have like your your go-to ones yes um I like the ones hold on you're looking at some yeah I'm I looking at
3: th- I, I pulled it up I y'all can't see it but but we will describe to you the emojis that we like kind of yeah. love I like the ones with the finger pointing at you
2: yeah <laughs> like I think that's kind of it's like a 3 Okay, but type when thing.
3: when would you use that like what what would be what would you be um, saying um
2: like, not it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, like you're it? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know I like that. Like, who's who's going to go to the grocery store? You. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. I'm feeling that. By the way, you know, we we are Potomac girls, and our emoji is the, it's like a pink, it looks like a cherry blossom flower. So, that's like quintessential to the Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely use that. So, we use that? Yeah.
2: I like the one, Um, it's like the the face... It's a face he's covering the face, but like what look peeking through, yes with the eye you know look peeking through like a peekaboo eye like a peekaboo thing. eye, yeah, I like that, and that's kind of like you know, like watching a train wreck type thing, I oh
3: yes, 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 watching train wreck I like um okay, there's some that's like a white hand and a black hand and they're shaking hands uh-huh.
2: I don't know when I would use that, I mean, I feel like that requires too much thought, like you know what I'm saying like
3: so you would use that when you're talking to a white person and you're happy about what <laughs> they said and you would then extend that? I guess I'm so. confused. I guess it's
2: okay. Like if you're like, all right. So if you had a friend, if you had a white friend yeah. and y'all were making plans on where to eat for dinner, Oh, right? and then y'all, y'all come to agree. like, yes, deal. Right. So you're like, all right, deal. So then you got your <laughs> shaking hands with your light skin hands. <laughs> And her, her white hand,
3: <laughs> right? Okay. Do they have a light
2: skin hand and a white hand? Uh, oh, yeah, they sure yeah, do. Yeah, they do. There you go. They do. They, like go. this one. This one be good. Yeah.
3: Yep. Okay. And then there's a bunch of, men. but it's like so
2: many of them. That's so crazy. It's so
3: many. And then there's, I guess, because of little Nas X, there's a bunch of men that are pregnant. Pregnant men. Pregnant men.
2: Yes. Very interesting.
3: Um, and I'm trying to figure out when. When would you send that one? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving I on. I do like. Okay, so there's, there's three kidney beans. What is that for? That are together. It can be used for several different things. Really? Like you could send it to a guy and be like, so does this look familiar? Like if you haven't had sex with him and you want to know if his stuff is the size of a kidney bean. <laughs> so you would send it to him and you would know in advance. Really? And, and he's going to be like, yes, that looks <laughs> just like me. <laughs> it, no, so- he should send you back an eggplant. Okay, and that would be like, oh, okay, this is gonna be, it's gonna be good. Okay, but okay. if he's like, yeah, I like kidney beans, you know, it's gonna be a yeah. So, th- are there, sad is night. there any
2: other reason we need the kidney beans? No, there's no other reason.
3: Okay. Um, there's um, there some of them are so random,
2: like the slide, like the like the ladder with the slide. This is like a sliding board going into the pool, or even just the playground. Like, makes no sense to me. Um, the biting lip, that's sexy. Ooh,
3: ooh which one is? Oh, this one. Yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta send that one out. Yeah, okay, I do like, cause me and so for just FYI, me and Grace, like if I see, if we're at church, me mm-hmm. and Grace, and she's like not sitting near me and I look at her, she'll give me like half of a heart mm. and then I'll give her the other half. Very cute. I know. Very so cute. I like
2: the hands, the, the hands that form a heart. Yes. Very cute. I'm going to be sending those out. Yeah.
3: Okay. So, so Apple did good.
2: Yes. So I, I wish, okay. So for me, um, you know, I'm in a sorority. I'm a delta, yes, and our animal is an elephant. They don't have elephant. they have an elephant, uh-huh. but the elephant tr- the elephant's trunk needs to be facing up, like for it to be oh, like yes. we want our trunk to be up. So I hate that I have to use this elephant with the trunk down, down. and curled under right because we only want the elephant trunk to be up. and I wish I could somehow just ask them to revise it. <laughs> And give me an elephant. With okay, its trunk facing for up.
3: the for the deltas. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I,
2: I feel like I'm doing like I'm I'm violating some sort of like sorority code when I use this elephant emoji right. and its trunk is not up.
3: I well, so but then I have no choice. Okay, but y'all have y'all also do the pyramid, right? Yeah. So is there like so a yeah, red we'll pyramid? Use a, there's a red triangle. The red triangle. Okay. Yeah.
2: So I'll use that sometimes, but I like the elephant. Okay, I'm here for you.
1: Elevate your grooming game with Conair Bomb. available now at ConairGirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Yeah. Now, can we talk about
3: Tyler the Creator? Why? Because, okay, first of all, my children, Tyler the Creator,
2: I think is very creative. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. For <laughs> the record, I don't I have no idea who this person is. Really? Yeah, I don't know.
3: He's extremely popular with the young folks. Okay, but why? Like what does he do? He has music? He's a yes. <laughs> He's a, he's a rapper. He's got a clothing line, golf clothing line. Okay. Jenny's, which is an ice cream store, uh-huh. they, every summer they give him his own flavor. Okay. Which, you know, is small potatoes in comparison to his world. He is best friends with Jaden Smith. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Not that that matters either. I mean, he's, he's just a creative dude. Okay. Okay. Google him. Okay. By the way, I want to talk about him. Not because he's tired of the creator, but because of what he said, because it resonated with me. Because oh. he's about to go on tour, right? So he put out a tweet to the world and it said something like this Yo, if someone invites you to a show, don't effing be like, Can I get five passes? <laughs> <laughs> no, is the answer, okay? <laughs> Come with your one guest and show some effing respect. (laughs) Don't effing ask for a family amount of tickets and you think this is a charity? Who raised you people? (laughs) Know your effing place. You ain't special. Somebody pissed him off. Somebody made him real mad. But guess what? This, I feel, is an anthem. Anytime we have a party or an event, a social gathering, there's always that one, right? That brings the whole, they bring the whole crew, crew, right? Leave your crew at home. Your crew's not invited,
2: <laughs> okay? Leave them something called at home. But you know what? Closed mouths don't get fed, right? So if the answer is no, then fine.
3: I would it's- be embarrassed to even ask.
2: But it could right? be like, oh, okay, I I told my friends I was going and now everybody want to go. You got, can I, can so-and-so and so-and-so okay. come? Okay, but his show is just like the catalyst for this conversation.
3: The conversation is, aren't you tired of people feeling like they can bring Lottie Dottie and everybody? No, Lottie Dottie and everybody, first of all, don't know how to act. I'm not feeding them. I
2: don't want them around. Well, I th- okay. See, that's where we differ. <laughs> here here comes reasonable robin right that's where we differ i just feel like it doesn't hurt to ask right right okay number one number two the more the merrier okay depending on the scenario it depends on what it is like if okay if it's a birthday dinner and i'm paying for everyone yeah no no we're not bringing the whole crew but if it's like a birthday party right and it's you know it's going to be 50 people there already well what difference does 55 make what (laughs) <laughs> uh,
3: no, them five need to stay at home. And I don't like when people feel... Like, I don't know your friends. And just because your friends are friends with you does not mean they're friends with me.
2: Well, right. I mean, that's true. It's just, I mean, I feel like it's, it just depends on the scenario. Okay. It doesn't hurt to ask. So, like, if he says no, then, okay, all right, I'm coming by myself. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. I'm coming with get, my one your person. Your one, yes.
3: Right. Yes. I'm coming with my one. But how many... But I've, I've been... Th- this, there's been so many scenarios in which I could have been like, yo, can I bring three more people or five more people or eight more people? I would never do that. Right. I mean, right. And who wants to roll that deep anyway? Yes. And then That's, you got to be resp- And Then y'all have yeah. to coordinate. Y'all got to wear matching socks. I mean, it's just, just gets to
2: be too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I, don't, I mean, I personally just don't want to roll that deep because it's just, it's just too much. Like, yeah, pick your one or two. I mean, sometimes you might want to bring a, a second person. <laughs> right you know no not really just yeah. one no
3: like we okay for instance like me and robin we roll deep we gotta squeeze carly in sometimes uh-uh. and you know sometimes we don't want to like but well, we gotta squeeze her in so it's like i guess we see? we are at
2: fault too see there you go <laughs> there you go
3: we got to we you know and we ain't hurt nobody no we didn't but you know cheese louise yeah but somebody pissed him off right before
2: then oh but you know it's funny it reminds me of like when say Juan was playing in the NBA right. and you know, people would be like, Hey, can I get tickets? And I'm like, uh, the box office is, is- not closed. Like- right.
3: The box office is open. so I it opens at eight, get right. your ticket, You <laughs> right. want a ticket, go buy
2: it. It's just like, I, it would, it would just be like, I don't know. I mean, certain scenarios. Yeah. Cause maybe they're sold out and you know, you only have, you know, the, all the players get their four tickets. So it doesn't hurt to ask. But then sometimes it's just like, when you know the games aren't sold out. Right. You know what I mean? When it's like, okay. And, and if it's like a whole bunch of people trying to come, somebody needs to just buy their tickets.
3: Yes. Yes. Now, I can say that I have done this. Speaking of tickets. um, For instance, like Erica's husband, Kevin mm-hmm. Lyles. He has access to tickets. So I'll say, look, I'm going to pay for my tickets, but I just want the, the good seats. Right. Right. At your price. Okay. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is zero.
3: Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, yeah, but I mean, I don't I won't I don't mind spending my money, but I I would never be like, yo, me and all my people right. want to roll through. Well, yeah, yeah. Not cool. Okay. Yeah. This this is this is kind of off topic really quickly, but I want to read this because it's kind of actually happened to me. So a couple of weeks ago we um talked about people and how they knew that the person that they were dealing with was not the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this one, one woman, Megan Thomas, she wrote in and she said. <clears throat> he was gone one weekend for a, quote, family reunion. Then he came back and told me so nonchalantly that he got engaged and wanted to show me the damn ring. What? What? <laughs> so your boo. Goes away for a family reunion. He comes back and he's engaged. What? Okay. So we, there's like a whole big part of this story that we're missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all she gave us. That's all she gave us. But I can say that Giselle was dating this dude uh-huh. casually. Uh-huh. Right? Casually. And let's say I was I was with him on a particular weekend. Okay. 10 days later, he was engaged. Really? To someone else.
2: He told you this or you found out, like, through the news or something? I found, like an announcement. I found out.
3: Oh, and, I found out. But I wasn't mad. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would have never married this dude. Right. Like, we were just kicking it. But, like, he could have said something.
2: Right. But at that, so at that time you're casually dating him, you had no clue that that was, that he was even that in a was, relationship. No. Wow. I knew
3: that the, so the girl that he ended up marrying, I knew that they had dated prior, okay. like, a long time ago. I didn't know they were back together and he bought her a ring.
2: Oh my god, crazy! So did you talk to him after you found out? I did. And what's? I mean, what was I wished th- him well. Okay, I was like, congratulations.
3: I, like, I didn't even. Like, okay, it was, it was all. good Yeah, it's like no, <laughs> no
2: point in even like getting mad yeah. and yelling. And, I want because I
3: wasn't know? even mad. The only part that I was kind of like, whoa, it's like you. I was just what you do, right? You could have told me this, right? But then maybe, I maybe wouldn't. you were like the last hurrah. I I think so. <laughs> Which has happened to me four times. Okay, <laughs> by the way, okay, <laughs> there's four dudes that came back around like yo I'm about to get married and I was just wondering if we could like you know spend some time together before I get married mm-hmm. promise you four what? times
2: about to get married not about to get engaged no but like... about to get
3: married like the wedding was like you know the next weekend and, w- and
2: what was your answer I-, I I cannot tell that on this podcast
3: because <laughs> it depends on how it was when we were together you okay. know what I'm saying okay. you okay. know depends okay. on if it was an eggplant or a kidney <laughs> bean. <laughs>
2: Okay. So okay. that anyway. means the answer was not no 100% of the time. Okay.
3: I'm just saying. But yeah. guess what? After they get married, you off limits. I say you are single until you get married. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anyway, moving on to You, you
2: don't you don't feel bad about being like somebody's
3: like scraps side piece well no because i look at it like maybe i wanted to see you one more time before oh, you okay. were off the market okay yes All right, and i really wasn't as was i a side piece at the time i guess for that night maybe okay we're changing the subject <laughs> 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 this is terrible this is back in my 20s okay okay fine it was last week anyway <laughs> right. moving on exactly. so weeks ago we talked about um god bless her soul chesley Christ. right yes, yes. Who committed suicide? She's just a beautiful specimen, a beautiful human being. Everything that we saw publicly, yes, right. Just she was like a, a court. Um, what do you call those things? people? Um, pageant queen. Yeah. Uh, she was oh, a, a correspondent. Queen. She was a correspondent. She was a she was a pageant queen. Yeah, and she just seemed like like so yeah. lighthearted, beautiful, beautiful spirit, mm-hmm. always positive. And then she committed suicide. So we were asking you guys to give us your stories and your thoughts on depression and maybe even give us some tools
2: that we can help provide so that this does not happen again. Right. And and I I want to forewarn, I guess this is a trigger warning for some. Yes. So if this is a topic that, you know, is very delicate for you, this is a trigger warning and you can turn off. Um, but I hope everyone listens and um, hears, listens to people's stories and listens to ways to be supportive of others who are, who are in this situation and how to overcome.
3: Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to give the person's, I'm going to read a story. I'm not going to give the person's name just for her anonymity, but she says, hi, Robin and Giselle. I want to share my depression story that almost led to suicide. I had severe depression as a teen due to bullying both at school and at home. I felt like there was no release or safe space In having no release. I began cutting I tried to find a release in writing poetry, but my mother took that and used it against me with my therapist and repeatedly told me I was crazy. Then I began cutting deeper and more frequently and ultimately decided there was no way out. So I cut my face, my wrists and stomach, and then locked myself in the bathroom, hoping I could die in peace. Thankfully, thankfully, my mother found me, passed out, and I was taken to the emergency room and did a two-week stint in the psych ward. During this time, all I was looking for was someone to love me, someone to tell me just because I was different or bigger that I wasn't fat, I wasn't ugly, I was exactly as God intended me to be. When you're depressed, reassurance and praise go a long way. Oftentimes depressed people don't want to talk about what they are going through because they don't want to burden others. I felt that exact way and I still do and I'm thankful that I was able to grow past depression and get to a place where I truly believe I am awesome. And then she says that she thinks that it's great that uh, Rob and I are using our platform to talk about this. Um, This is actually a great story.
2: Yeah. Because she got to the other side. Right. Right. And, um, you know, it sounds like in her story, she didn't have the support. You know, she mentioned her mother. She didn't really have... She wasn't getting the love that she needed maybe from her mother. Or yeah. Her mother wasn't taking her needs seriously. And we're no expert here. and no. You know, so we're just trying to talk through this. But um, I just think anyone... Just sharing, just giving love to anyone around you is so important. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't realize how important it is for people to feel loved and to feel acknowledged and listened and heard and recognized. And so, you know, just as you are in your daily lives with your family and your friends, um, make sure you the people around you who spend their time with you know that you love them and right. that you care for them. Um, and you just never know how how much of a world of a difference you can make for them. Um, I want to offer some resources as we read these, um, just for people to look up, um, website, this, the American association of suicidology. That's www.suicidology.org. The American foundation of suicide prevention. That's Mm www.afsp.org. Um, and we're going to read another one and offer some more resources. Um, hey, Robin and Giselle. First off, I want to say I love your podcast and I love the two of you. You guys are such a beautiful example of female friendship and it's so freaking refreshing. Aww. I feel like I'm hanging out with my girlfriends when I listen to your show. Thanks for being hilarious and, and inspiring. Um, Thank you for that. On a more serious note, I wanted to reply to your question in the last episode regarding depression, suicide, and self-harm. I've struggled with depression for about 12 years now, been on antidepressants for most of that time. And although I'm happy to say that I'm doing very well most of the time, I still get hit with bouts of it now and again. My grandfather committed suicide before I was born, so it's Mm -hmm. always been something my family has discussed openly, which I really appreciate. I learned from a young age that people who commit suicide are not bad people or have something to hide. They are just hurting and tired. I've never attempted suicide, thankfully, but I've definitely gone through times where I considered it. On those days, the world feels so dark. It's like a cloud that hangs over you that you can't see your way through no matter what anyone else says, no matter what you know to be true. For me, it's like the hurt and darkness is so deep that you just want it to end. Mm. Like you've just got to escape it and you can't see any other way. When I was younger, I used to deal with that pain by cutting. Somehow it felt like I could transfer the emotional pain into physical pain. And that was somehow easier to bear. But I'm happy to say that I haven't cut one single time since 2018. The letter goes on, but I wanted to to pause and say, I think this is so important to hear um, someone actually describing, you know, what is going through their their mind or their thought process when they are considering suicide. Um, and just know, you know, if you get to these places where it's dark and the, you feel like a cloud is hanging over over you, that you can get through it. Um, I'm going to continue with the letter for me. The most supportive thing that the people around me can do is to not judge and not, and to not act scared of me. If Mm. I tell a friend that I've been struggling or had suicidal thoughts, it's important that they stay calm and talk it through with me. If they start hyperventilating and freaking out all over the place, I'm just not going to share it with them. And the situation will get worse. On the other hand, if a friend treats me like when I'm a normal human being, who's having a hard time, I'll be much more apt to open up and actually be able to see a way through that dark cloud. I also think it's really important that we don't judge people for taking medication that helps them stay balanced. The world is getting better about this, but I still get jabs sometimes from friends saying things like, oh, I would never take pills, as though doing so somehow makes me lesser. It's basically saying I didn't try hard enough, which is a pretty shitty thing to say to a friend, even if they mean well. I'm also a huge fan of therapy a yoga teacher, and I've tried every meditation practice under the sun. But those things uh, alone weren't enough in my case. Sometimes you just need medications. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for reading this novel of an answer. Thank you for using your platform to talk about these kinds of issues and help bring more understanding to people. It can be an uncomfortable topic, so I really commend the both of you for taking it on. Thanks for all you do.
3: Yeah, I, I, and we've talked about therapy on this show before. Oh, yeah. And how important it is and how I'm happy that like now I feel like culture and society has gotten to a place where it's not like a bad word and it's not looked upon as like something that is right. not common it's very common i mean, at the more people I talk to and the more people I meet mm-hmm. the more people I know are in therapy
2: yeah yeah you know it's so funny I was I was out to dinner the other day with um it might have been seven of us at the table Carly and... Oh, so you and Carly went out and didn't invite me there was like
3: <laughs> Five other people there and I wasn't invited.
2: Well, if we had invited you, then they would have been looking at us like, oh, "Oh, how you want to invite another person? (laughs) (laughs) I could have been a plus one. Okay.
3: Okay. But anyway.
2: (laughs) Yes. So Carly and I went to school together. So we were there with our, our friends from Maryland. Okay. Our girlfriends from Maryland. So as we're like talking, everyone is going around the table talking about. Well, when I talked to my therapist and when really? I talked to my therapist and I talked to my therapist and I, I literally asked the question, I'm like, so everybody here goes to therapy <laughs> and you were oh like, like, but I'm not in <laughs> therapy.
3: Maybe I should be in therapy. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was like me and one other person. Then we were both like, so all
3: y'all in therapy? <laughs> but, but but especially from 2020, I like 2020 kicked everybody's right, ass. Right.
2: That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, so it's really cool. I mean, I, I do feel like the stigma of going to therapy and taking medication and all of that yes. is slowly getting lifted, and you know I think and I think it's just good to hear from um, the the recent letter I just read. Like you know, if someone expresses whatever it is that they're going to, that as a friend, you just be a listening ear. Yes, like, just don't judge, don't overreact, don't make it seem. You know, you know, if you hear a friend is suicidal, you might want to panic, right? And but. You got to figure out how to make how to not make the situation right. worse for them. And I have to say that I personally had to work on that.
3: Yeah. Like I would hear my girlfriend's problems, would hear well, how they're feeling and would be judgmental. Right. Right. And would like give a judgmental response. Right. As opposed to just
2: shutting the hell up right. and just listening and being yeah. a friend. Because you're probably coming from a point of, how, you know, what you would do or how you would handle things or you know would you even be experiencing that right versus how can I help how can I help what can I do yeah
3: and actually my kids have taught me they didn't know they taught me this but like sometimes they just want me to listen yeah they're they are venting they're going the hell off on just like their day what happened how they're feeling and my kids are able to express their feelings a lot right whereas when I was their age I could not express my feelings oh yeah I that, didn't have the, feelings I didn't know what I still don't have feelings no, but that's a yeah. whole other story <laughs> but no, like that's all they want part. me to do and I think one of them you said mom we just want you to listen like all they want me to do is listen really and not be so quick about trying to because I'm all about like trying to find a solution and trying to find the best way to make make things better um, they don't they don't they don't they don't want that people don't necessarily want that they just want you to know that they are supported and that you listen right, right. and that no matter what you love them right so yeah. I've, I've personally had to work on that yeah on my good. side of it
2: yeah that's good and and I feel like I'm the same because I am I, I am a very like tough thick-skinned person yeah and when I do have friends that are like going through stuff you know, I kind of don't understand, like, well, just ignore it. Just keep it moving. Like, why can't you just let it go? Yeah. You know, but I have to say, like, OK, well, how can I help you, you know, get through this? Or, um, you know, what can I do for you? Or, you know, what do you want me to say? You know what I mean? Yes. Like, what do you what do you want from me? Do you want me to listen? Do you want me to offer you what I would do? Do you want me to, you know, maybe find someone for you to talk to? You right. Know? So I think. Right. Sometimes I just... think.
3: But I think it's good that good, Robin, that you're asking. Yeah. You're asking them what they need right um as opposed to just jumping in and 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 thinking that you know what they need
2: right yeah because we can't assume that everyone is going to handle things the same way um so another person emailed us um some resources a really good resource um another resource her name is mara wheeler and mara um i appreciate you you know i do because she posted something really nice about um, about us in the podcast, but Mara works for a nonprofit called Minding Your Mind, and their website is mindingyourmind.org. Um, it provides mental health education and suicide prevention training in schools, communities, and workplaces across the country. So they have a program called Changing Minds Story Over Stigma, where young adults who have lived through a mental health crisis share their personal stories with an audience. So you can actually Hear from, you know, people who are like um, our listeners who have emailed in um, and they share their stories about you know their mental health challenges and challenges with suicide and everything. Um, so the goal is to start teaching kids as young as kindergarten how to talk about their emotions and to build resi- resilience that ends the stigma around being open and honest about mental health. I love that. Yes. So she says everyone talks about a broken bone, heart disease, cancer. Why don't they talk about other illnesses that, you know, impact the brain and mental? Yeah. Health. Yeah. yeah. That's so that so important. Yeah. Oh so this God. is a great website to go to. Um and then she gives a very interesting stat about suicide. She says research has shown that 90% of those who die from suicide have an undiagnosed or untreated mental health disorder. The CDC estimates that for every completed su- suicide, there are 25 attempts. Mm. When someone in crisis is identified and guided to receive help, 80 to 90 percent of people that seek treatment for depression are treated successfully using therapy and or medication. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. So teaching people how to talk about their feelings and mental health saves lives. So that says to me, so the people who are committing suicide haven't even been treated for depression so they haven't even had a chance to even talk it through or to get on medication right and so you know once again it's like if you find yourself in that dark place and you don't know why and that cloud is hanging over you just pause and say let me talk to somebody yes because you could save your life and you know or hopefully someone can save your life by talking to you so yeah that's really strong
1: Elevate your grooming game with Conair Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. So I want to
2: play an audio voice memo that we received on mental health really quickly, but I think she just kind of hit the... The, the nail on the head? Yes. Yes. The nail on the head.
3: At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options.
4: Hi, Robin. Hi, Giselle. Thank you so much for addressing this important topic on your podcast. I love the show and the podcast and they've definitely helped me to relieve a lot of stress in the past. Um, So thank you again. Just as background on myself, I'm 26. I am a wife and a mother. I was raised by my mother who at the time had an undiagnosed mental illness and I suffered some emotional abuse there. I've suffered with depression and anxiety since I was a teenager, and I was diagnosed with postpartum depression right after I had my son. And that's when I began taking antidepressants, and I've been taking them ever since. They help me a lot. I know that not everyone wants to take medication, but they, they help me a lot. My husband has just been diagnosed as bipolar. Um, so things that help me personally, I can't speak for everyone, is taking my medication. I appreciate the reminders from my support system, including my husband, to take my medication at the proper time and to not forget it. Going to the gym and getting outside helps me a lot. And of course, playing with my son. My son inspired me to go to therapy. I've been in therapy for six months. And to anyone who is nervous about starting medication or speaking with a doctor, I would definitely suggest seeing a therapist because talking about past trauma, past issues, current issues can really help to resolve some past issues might have and also has given me a lot of clarity in my current life. In the past six months of going to therapy, I have learned so much about myself and I've become a lot more confident and I am less depressed um, overall. So I hope this helps. Thank you again for bringing awareness to this topic in our community. There's so much stigma And this is my true passion in life is bringing mental uh, health resources and education to those in underserved communities. Thank you again. Have a good day. I love that. I love that. She, you know, first a couple things, one, she
3: talked about postpartum depression, Mm -hmm. which by the way, I feel like I had after grace and was like confused. Like what is wrong with me? I couldn't get out of it. Right. I just recently, um, not to bring up the Jenners, but Kylie Jenner, Just said that, you know, she's suffering. She's going through Mm, it really Um, way different from giving birth to her first child. Right. Interesting. And so that says, like, it doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, where you come from. Like depression does not escape people. And she she talked about the gym. Like, that's actually the thing that I feel like helps me so much Mm -hmm. is the gym. Just like. Sometimes you just have to get out of your, your headspace. Yeah. Yeah. And just release
2: it. Yeah. Yeah. And do whatever it is that, that, you know, helps you to release that. I think it was great just to put like a voice. Yeah. You know, it's great to read the emails, but to like actually hear her voice, you can hear the vulnerability in her voice Mm -hmm. and hopefully for people listening, it, it, you know, resonated with somebody, just anything that we've said. um, We're not experts here. We're just trying to, you know, have a conversation And hopefully we've enlightened somebody and whether it's someone that is struggling or someone that is going is supportive of somebody that's struggling. But, um, you know, let's just just try to be a little more gentler with each other. Yes.
3: 100%. Now, I know you have eight tips eight tips out here in these streets to boost self-confidence
2: yes so we're gonna end on a on a motivational yes positive note i came across this really great um instagram page that offers all these types of like just great motivational okay i love um, this thing so i'll be sharing more i think we always leave on a positive note you think so i think so i mean we try to like you know i'm I'm sure most of the time we're, we're laughing and joking about something <laughs> yes right <laughs> yes <laughs> all right so i have eight easy tricks to boost your confidence okay one walk 25 percent faster throw your shoulders back lift up your head move ahead a little faster and feel that self-confidence grow I think that's how I walk right now. Yeah, you do. (laughs) (laughs) do. Okay. All right. So walk like Giselle. Yes. (laughs) Talk slowly. Ooh. People who feel they aren't worthy of being listened to tend to talk quickly. Oh. So ensure that you aren't rushing.
3: Okay. Now there's talking slowly and then there's talking like my dad. Okay. Okay. My dad (laughs) talks very slowly. Yeah. That's my parents. I mean, Giselle. So, how are the girls?
2: Okay, that drives me insane. I know, I know. And I feel like that's how my parents are too. My mother takes forever to tell a story. Like, she has to tell you. So, if the story is about the grocery store, like, okay, I went to the grocery store and I bought grapes. She has to tell you that she first stopped at the red light and there was a homeless man and she gave him $2. (laughs) And then you know, and then she drove you know two blocks down the street. Yeah, and she saw a woman with a cute dress on. What you know, what I'm saying, like she has to tell you the like the whole story, every little detail. And then I'm like, oh my god, get to the point. To the point where I feel like I communicate, I get, I for the most part get like straight to the point. It's no like fluff. I'm right. just like, you know, this is it. Bye. What else? You need? that you know is I mean? you. Like I don't, I don't, I don't elaborate a yeah. ton on my stories that you use no adjectives or adverbs okay you straight to the point yeah (laughs) yeah because my mom because i sit there and listen to my mom and i'm like this cannot be okay (laughs) it just can't (laughs) okay so talk slow but not that slow yeah exactly (laughs) all right three accomplish small goals try making your bed in the morning mm. you will feel accomplished and that will pave the way for achieving bigger goals yeah so whether it's you know making your bed or making breakfast or you know just something that you don't normally do um but just you know instead of saying oh my god i gotta solve world peace or whatever right. like you know it's fine to have little small goals and feel yep. that you accomplished something yeah and
3: that goes also for like Starting a business,
2: yes. Don't try to start the business all in one day. It's yes. baby steps. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And my advice, I always give this advice to uh, business owners, like don't expect to make two thousand dollars in your first day or in your first month. Right. Just be happy with two hundred dollars in your first month, and 20. then and then make your next goal to be five hundred dollars. Yes. You know. So set small goals that you know can that you can feel accomplished. Bye. Okay. Um, number four, dress nicely. Yes. This may come across as cliche, but when you dress nicely, you will most likely feel more confident. Yes.
3: yes. And ladies, put some lip gloss on.
2: Mm-hmm. And you know, and I hate to say it because I hate them, but wearing heels. Yeah.
3: Oh, my God. That definitely does something. You can't tell me a thing. I got some heels on. Some right. Of my little strappy time forwards. You can't tell me nothing. But I hate wearing heels. I know. <laughs> it's, a, it's a situation. <laughs> hurt so bad. I, I digress really quickly. I had on some heels. Uh, since when I was in Miami a couple of weeks ago. I- I I had drank too much, yes. but I couldn't walk to the bathroom with those heels on, and I, for the life of me, was asking God why He did this to us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, God, why did you do this,
3: right? To the to the
2: women right. out here. Why? why do we have to do that? Yeah, and it's so crazy. I feel like as I get older, if I drink anything, oh, it's over. My feet are swelling up oh, like yeah, instantly. Yeah, and you can't walk. But anyway, I know. Okay. I, I know. I'm What's sorry. Five. know it's going to take forever to get through <laughs> these things. Number five, empower yourself with knowledge. Empowering yourself in general is one of the best strategies for building confidence. Yes. So read books, read articles, yes. all that.
3: My yes. mother's number one saying, you know how your mother has like a million mm-hmm. things. She'd be like, knowledge is power. Yes. Giselle, knowledge is power. <laughs> And I used to hate that. And now I tell my kids, knowledge Knowledge is power. power.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I'll be like, go study. Knowledge is power. Yes. But it's so true. It's so true. Be a front seater. Ever notice in meetings how the back seats fill up first? Mm. The reason is lack of confidence.
3: Really? Or you don't know the answer? Or you don't? Like if you're in school, you sit in the back because you don't know the answer? I don't know. You you didn't do the homework?
2: I mean, I always like to sit in the back. Well, I like to sit in the back of the bus. But like, <laughs> the like bus. if I'm on a bus, I was on a bus recently because we were on, we were on Maryland's campus and we take in a shuttle bus from like one part of the campus to the other part okay. of the campus. And just instantly you get on and you just instantly go to the back of the bus. Oh. Or if I'm like, like on a bus from like an airport shuttle, I just instantly walk all the way to the back. Okay. But in a classroom. And see, in a classroom, it's like, yeah, I'm going in the back because I'm going to sleep. (laughs) Well, we
3: know. We know how you graduated from University of Maryland. (laughs) That was episode 28, I think. Anyway, moving on.
2: But no, but I get it. Yes. If you sit in the front, you have no choice but to be alert, engaged. Yes. And confident. Yes. That is so true. Number seven, practice making eye contact.
3: Oh, yes. 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 Me and Robin look at each other's eyes all the time. Now, I can say that. When somebody doesn't look me in the eye, yeah, it creeps like, me out. Yeah,
2: it's like a red flag. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's... Okay. It's... it's what? What <laughs> Carly said. She's talking about our friend. That... Oh, okay. Y'all have a... Okay, they have a secret <laughs> no, side joke. Oh, no, what? You, <laughs> her, you know. Okay, we'll tell, I'll tell you.
3: Okay. You gonna tell me now?
2: No. Okay, you gonna tell me? <laughs> Okay. So I had...
3: There's another... Um, if I'm out and a woman doesn't look, like look me in my eye and I'm mm-hmm. like saying something, I always feel like you up to something. Really? I just, I'm um, sleeping with somebody's man. No, <laughs> I'm convinced any woman that d- won't look you in the eye, they sleeping with
2: somebody's husband. I mean, it could be, or they could just lack confidence. Okay.
3: Yeah. they could just lack confidence. Okay. Yeah. Or they're like ashamed because they know what they did. A week ago to your husband right or because
2: they're thinking about what they want to do yeah that' yeah. that
3: that could be it too. too
2: yeah okay all okay. right yes but and even that dudes and weak handshakes yeah weak handshakes
3: are the worst yeah and dudes that like are like talk to you and they like can't really look you in the eye because and then they like oh your eyes are so beautiful I just have a hard time staring into them boy you're the worst yeah get out of here <laughs> but why how did how did this
2: this list <laughs> have a start. okay anyway what's the last one robin I okay practice speaking up at every meeting when you are in a meeting speak comment make a suge- suggestion ask a question okay i don't yes. i don't agree with this
3: you don't no let me tell you why why and we know this from the meetings that we have to to do okay that a lot of times people feel that way so they raise their hand and they say dumb shit and you're just wasting everybody's time with your dumb shit well okay
2: don't speak up and say dumb shit like
3: But they think, oh, I've got to say something. so And I'm going to speak like this because the person I'm referring to talks like this. She's very grand and she'll say something. And it's like, we didn't need that, (laughs) Karen. (laughs) I mean, it's like, you know, sometimes just say nothing. No, I mean, that's true. That's true
2: yeah i mean i'm i'm definitely of the the type that's like i speak when it's necessary like i'm not 100 talking just to be talking no so and okay. don't ask dumb questions but i but don't be intimidated to speak up. oh true in true. a meeting or a presentation or you know whatever just you know if you have something that's constructive to add to the conversation yes speak up yes
3: Okay, this was good. This was good stuff. We hope actually, all jokes aside, we hope we helped at least one person. Um, Don't forget, if you are feeling dark, if you are blue, don't think that you can't reach out to somebody to ask for help. Therapy is a great thing. Try to find an outlet and just know that tomorrow will be better than the day that you're in. Yes, absolutely.
2: All right. I mean, okay. yeah. I think I think you, you did that well. I did
3: that well. Oh, thank yes. you, thank you, Robin. Because because <laughs> I, I, at the beginning of this episode, she was ready to get rid of me. So um, thank you, Robin. <laughs> anyway, don't ever forget to live live your life either reasonable or shady or both. <laughs> bye bye. Reasonably Shady is a
2: production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite
3: shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10 Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady.